So this is Brain on Fire for pages 180 to the end of the book. Um, we're going to talk about discussion questions and some symbols that we've seen throughout the book. Okay, so in the beginning of the end, you see that, uh, or you notice that Susanna, she doesn't want to like see people she knows because she's still not fully recovered. Um, and she ends up running into her high school friend and she like starts off really well talking in the conversation in the beginning and then it just gets too complicated for her and she clams up and you can see that even though she's out of the hospital she's still healing and she's at her full self um, and you also see when she goes to the homecoming party uh, Stephen is like her shield and she also talks about how her smile is like her first shield and then Steven always comes in and like helps her with conversations especially when um, she she doesn't want to talk like especially like she doesn't want to see anyone but she still goes because people know that she's out of the hospital and uh, people do want to see her and yeah I think like what Abby said it's like throughout the whole last section of the book it's really um, like a really important part of it is that even though she's out of the hospital and she's technically like fine now, she's still recovering. So Susanna still doesn't have hardly any short-term memory. It's hard for her to remember like what she's doing, hard for her to keep a conversation, hard to do like daily, like day-to-day -day things, um, even though she's been discharged from the hospital. Um. Another one of her difficulties seems to be maintaining her comprehension on reality. As, like, um, one scene in particular at a wedding, they start playing a song, uh, Build Me Up Buttercup or something like that. And she says in her head she rocked the dance floor, ignoring the aches and pains in her shins and her fatigue. But after she talked to her family, uh, they said that she moved completely robotically and was like nothing in her head so it, it shows the contrast of her reality compared to everyone else's reality mm -hmm. you also see um that her mother is um changing from static to dynamic like a static dynamic character she like when anyone talks to her or like apologizes about her daughter um, hearing about it and um, her mom like tries to keep a straight face and she gets so angry about it like she doesn't really want to talk about it and people are just like trying to be nice and her mom just gets so mad and you really don't see her mom getting mad or anything like that her mom's usually like just a really like a worry a worry kind of person she always worries and she just gets so mad she got mad at uh someone who's talking to her at uh, the wedding and also talking to her at like a, it was a store clerk that said, oh, your daughter is so nice, um, like, at being quiet, and then her mom's just like, no, she isn't, and then just walked out of the store, um, and it was just, it was very sad seeing that, um, yeah. So, um, along with that, um, I think throughout the book, we see that Susanna's parents, like, her mom has always kind of have been the better parent, her dad has always kind of been, like, the one that Susanna's more scared of, or the one that's always been a harder parent on her but even af after Susanna is discharged um, both of her her parents become kind of ignorant with everything so they think just because she's out of the hospital she is completely fine like she they know she's recovering obviously but 
they think she's going to be fine and just go back to her normal life like immediately but so at one point towards the end of the book they talk about they let her go into the city to go get her nails done or something and um she wanders to starbucks yeah her parents start like freaking out because she gets like she's not lost but she just takes longer time than they thought it was going to be and her dad is like freaking out and like where is she his, her phone they said yeah it's like it's almost like a child lost in a in a big city cuz she doesn't she has no recollection of like what she used to like she used to know the city like the back of her hand and now that she can't even remember simple things or hold a conversation anymore it's hard for her to remember where to go and what to do um yeah um, on a different topic, we wanted to talk about one of the main symbols of the book. Um, at the beginning of the story, when Susanna is getting her first MRI, it talks about her gold ring that she leaves in the lockbox. Um, it has like a cat's eye gem on it, and she talks about how in some cultures it's meant to ward off evil spirits. And then she loses the ring at the very beginning of the book when she's only showing um smaller like insignificant symptoms and then towards the end of the book she talks about how her disease has still been kind of misdiagnosed or undiagnosed throughout like uh the entire world and sometimes being considered like autism mm -hmm, and children evil possessions right so it kind of like does a full circle so once she loses this ring and she gets she starts having all these health issues and then her brain becomes inflamed and everything. Um, some cultures believe that it's because of demonic spirits or evil spirits, which is kind of a coincidence that wasn't actually like a proven theory or anything, but um, it's weird that when she loses her ring that's said to protect her from evil spirits, then she gets this. Evil spirit disease. Uh, you also see that um, since she's still healing, like. Uh, like she has that huge scar on her head and it said like she says to herself like she's never fully gonna be herself again and the scar is a huge representation of that because I mean you can never get rid of scars I mean they'll fade over time but they're still always gonna be there and um, I feel like that's really significant because I mean she's like it just it's like shows that she's never gonna be herself mentally obviously like she could overcome that just by practice of like talking and stuff she could overcome um like conversations and stuff but the scar will always be there to remind her of the past and like she always has to live with the fear of like the relapse because they said at one point she has like a 20 percent relapse chance yeah um i think yeah i think for um some of our unanswered questions throughout the book uh starting in the preface even she talks about the purple lady and she's getting her confused with other people and she's like um we think she's her nurse throughout the entire story but then at the end she's kind of like uh she goes back into the hospital and she runs into her and she's like do you remember me like do you know who i am and the purple lady like hugs her and is like you look so much better and they just kind of have a happy moment together but then at the um the acknowledgments of the book, it says, I still never learned that lady's name. So even though we have like little, little descriptions and little pieces of information about the purple lady, all of the questions from the preface to the acknowledgments of the book, like we still don't know who she is or like 
what she does other than the fact that she was uh, Susanna's nurse. At the end, the final ending of the book, um, it talks that it talks about how Susanna finally returns to the New York Post after she's almost completely recovered. She's still obviously never going to be the same as she was before all of this happened. But she returns to her job full time, um, and she even wins an award for something. Well, she writes about her month of madness, like yes. what is what she calls it. She writes about like what happened to her on the on the post, um, which uh, is a really good accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And she also gets an award for it. She was the award was the Silurian Award for ex of excellence in journalism for feature writing for her article about her month of madness. Well, it says that that post or that uh, article didn't just change her life; it changed Doctor Najar's life as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, um, and then at the end, like the very back of the book, it's not really like written or anything, but there's a picture of Susanna and her doctor hugging, and I think that's just like a really important. Like, not really a piece of the book, but just a piece of Susanna and the doctor's life, like, and other people, like, no one's ever seen this disease or treated it, like, really, truly diagnosed it or fixed it, but that was a huge thing for both of the characters or the people in their lives, um, so I think that's a really nice thing to have at the back of the book, just, like, as a reminder for the readers and for Susanna and the doctor.